Joining us on the line from Reader's Digest magazine, we say good morning to Stephanie Verge. Good morning, Stephanie. Good morning, John. Always great to have you on the line. Always great articles in the pages of Reader's Digest magazine. Uh, This time we're opening up the health section. And this article is six surprising ways to boost your heart health in TikTok shape. It's called uh, right after Mm -hmm. uh, Heart Health Month and uh, some really great information and interesting stats in this one. Mm -hmm. This is written by one of our health writers, Lisa Bendel. And so um, that's right. Rather than then go after the usual information. We're looking for um, tips that maybe our readers or your listeners don't necessarily know about. What I like about these is they're really small changes. They're not asking you to do life-changing things. But added up, I bet you they could have some significant impact. Right. So what we wanted to focus on is the fact that premature heart disease is at least 80% preventable. So as you said, making making small changes or specific lifestyle choices in your life can really make a difference as to uh, your long-term heart health. We start right off with uh, how much sleep you get, and apparently eight hours of sleep can really positively affect your uh, heart health. Right. That's <laughs> There's a reason why, um, you know, experts, health practitioners are always harping on the seven to nine hours of sleep. So in the case of your heart health, what happens if you're sleep-deprived is that your body has more difficulty controlling things like blood pressure, inflammation, glucose levels. And these are all factors that have been proven to have an impact on cardiovascular health. So um, for our hearts, it's always great to get that amount of sleep. Of course, getting seven to nine hours of sleep um, helps us in so many other ways. So you're really covering a lot of bases if you do that. Uh, Avoiding polluted air is another one. And it's interesting because the even short periods of exposure to unhealthy air can be uh, unhealthy for your heart. Mm-hmm. So we don't necessarily think about this as much, say, other countries, for example, in China, you know, always in the news for really extremely polluted air. But we also have these problems. And when you look on, you know, weather station, we'll talk about air quality index. So, you know, we'll think in the summertime, smog alerts and and things like that. Of course, you can also have smog in the wintertime. So the idea is to maybe spend more time indoors when the air quality index is very poor. But certainly if you're going to get outdoor exercise, stay away from highways and industrial districts and places like that, because inhaling contaminants formed from chemicals like sulfur dioxide, carbon, nitrogen oxides, these may irritate arteries, and that increases inflammation. And as I said just a couple of minutes ago, inflammations are one of the factors that can have an impact on our cardiovascular health. I was interested to find out uh, that even mental health can can, uh, can you know could influence the way your heart health is. Mm-hmm. In a couple of ways, actually. So... You know, we're um, advocates of treating your depression. Um, we are not alone in that. <laughs> it is always best if, if you seek um, help when you are feeling uh, feeling depressed. And so the expert that we consulted um, talked about how depression can affect the way we behave. We all know this, of course. Um, but specifically in this case, you know, people who are depressed can be more likely to drink um, too much alcohol and seek sort of self-soothing, self-medicating that way, um, and also to avoid exercise because of um, because of their depression. And so there are physiological effects of, of alcohol and, you know, exercise avoidance on our body, of course. But depression itself can cause higher levels of stress hormones and blood sugar, and that can be associated with poor heart health as well. It's always good to eat a good, healthy breakfast. Mm-hmm. So this is in the news a little bit because we're talking more and more about fasting and the advantages of fasting and so on. Um, but 
a recent study in the Journal of the American College of Cardiology studied this exact thing. So healthy people who skipped breakfast were almost three times more likely to have heart disease six years later than healthy people who partook in a substantial morning meal. Um, You know, one of the possible reasons is that if you're eating a proper breakfast, you're less likely to be extremely hungry later and then make poor food choices. So grabbing whatever is at hand, whether or not it is heart healthy or not. I was interested in two of the topics uh, because I never expected them to to at all be related to heart health. One is uh, engaging in volunteer work. The other is laughing. Right. So this is why we call these six surprising ways. Um, definitely volunteer work and laughing are, are, are the two uh, outliers in a way. So engaging in volunteer work has been proven. There are many studies to support this, that doing good for other people um, boosts your self-esteem and relieves your stress or lowers your stress levels, and those are both proven to help with your heart health. Um, and also there's loneliness. So loneliness is a risk factor for heart health. We don't always think think of this, and there are many studies to support this as well. So volunteering will get you out of the house and will create a social network for you, and that, that can help sort of ease loneliness if that's a problem. As for laughing, this comes from an interesting study um, from 2016 that looked at more than 20,000 people over the age of 65, and they found that those who reported laughing every day had a lower incidence of cardiovascular disease than those who didn't. And that sort of circles back to the idea of reducing stress and depression, um, which, of course, are, are factors for heart health issues. Fantastic article in the current pages of Reader's Digest magazine on newsstands now. Uh, Stephanie Verge, if people have any other questions or they want to look into some more of uh, these kind of articles, you have a great website as well. We do, and they should absolutely check it out. It's at rd.ca. Stephanie Verge from Reader's Digest magazine, thank you once again for joining us and Talk to the Town. Thank you, John.